0: Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Hey guys, welcome to episode four, the 13 ingredients of healthy couples. And I'm so excited to be talking about this relevant, relevant topic. You know, who doesn't want a strong and healthy relationship? And we all know, of course, it takes work. Sometimes we don't feel understood or we feel upset and hurt. And if you're like many typical couples, well, you're going to have some fights or misunderstandings or disagreements about money, intimacy, how to deal with other family members, how to deal with parenting approaches if you have kids together or separately. So there's just so much to talk about today. And this specifically is going to be focused on 13 ingredients of what healthy couples do to be successful. And of course, we'll talk about their converse, but this this is geared for people that want to stay together, want to enhance their relationship. There will be other podcasts in the future for people that are going through separation or divorce, but for this one, this is for people that want to repair. So I'm so excited to get that started with these 13 healthy ingredients. All right, so let's start with the cold facts. I and mean, we all know the statistics that one in two marriages end in divorce. Of course, there's a lot of discussion that the number might be a little lower, which is really a good thing. And the truth is that many of those statistics are very heavily influenced by the fact that it's looking at teen marriages. Um, that, is, that is true, but uh, that, that unfortunately people that get married very young often do have issues. But once the marriage starts hitting the age of 21, 22, those statistics actually do get a little higher and the divorce rate does go down. Of course, for a second marriage, the divorce rate is 67 percent. And for a third marriage, it's 73 percent. So we really want to try our best to pick the right person and to really work together. And that's, that's where it comes on to some of these tips that I think can be so helpful for you. And I want to share with you these 13 ingredients. So the most important thing about these 13 ingredients are two things. One, one of them is that there needs to be consistency in doing them and you're going to listen to them and just try to notice how you behave, how you, what you do and how you invest in your relationship. And the second is that this, the reason that I call it a healthy relationship recipe is because that's exactly what it is. So if you set out to make... A delicious chocolate chip muffin recipe and you follow the ingredients well and you put the right ingredients in the right amount of sugar the right amount of flour and mix it properly and put the chocolate chips in there and bake it for the right amount of time it's going to come out delicious but if you're making that recipe and you decide well i don't have any water so i'm just going to use vinegar instead and i don't have any chocolate chips so i'm just going to put tar and flour well you know uh i could just substitute for uh, some of this stuff and you pull something toxic out of the fridge or cabinet, well, then you're not following the recipe. And so inevitably, you're not going to have a delicious chocolate chip muffins at the end. And so it's so important that if you want to have a healthy relationship, we need to be putting in the right ingredients, that healthy relationship. And if you're putting in the negative ingredients, like substituting vinegar for water, or uh, putting in tar instead of chocolate, well, Unfortunately, you're going to end up with a bad recipe. So let's focus on these 13 positive ones that, in my experience working with clients, I see that people that have healthy relationships are are putting in these 13 ingredients. So the first one is they share a one- to two-hour weekly date. So important to get together and spend time together. And, of course, unfortunately, unhealthy people, unhealthy relationships, partners, don't play together. Number two, they complement each other with a four-to-one ratio over criticism. That means for every one critical comment that's made, there's four compliments. Think about that. And by the way, if you have kids, it should be like that for them as well. We always want to be giving a lot more compliments. Unfortunately, unhealthy partners criticize each other. Actually, a one to even less than one, uh, one complaint for every 0.8 compliments. So that's not very good. Number three, healthy couples talk five times a week for five to 20 minutes in the evening in the morning just to recalibrate and unhealthy partners avoid talking about misunderstanding so we never want to let things fester we want to have that little check-in where we could just get back on track you know hey what you said was hurtful is that what you really meant let's repair okay number four healthy partners call time outs and redo the plays in a softer way when they run into problems just give each other an opportunity to repair unfortunately unhealthy partners allow fights to escalate number five Healthy partners give love and acceptance, such an important part of marriage, that love and acceptance part. Unhealthy partners give judgment and shame, not something that really adds up, it's kind of tar and vinegar, or putting salt instead of sugar. Number six, healthy couples put being happy before being right. So you have a choice, you can either be happy or right sometimes, sometimes it's better to put being happy instead of being right. Doing things on principle is often not the best idea for a marriage. And unhealthy partners put being right before being happy, and then everybody's unhappy. Healthy couples, number seven, laugh often, especially during fights. Not laughing at each other, but just laughing and connecting with each other. And unhealthy couples don't laugh together. Number eight, this is such an important one, healthy couples validate the 10% that they agree with instead of fighting the 90% disagreement. Meaning, when you guys are talking and you don't, you know, you don't see eye to eye, that's okay. But don't attack the 90% disagreement. Because if you do that, then you're gonna, your partner's going to fight back, and then you're going to fight back, and then there'll be a 99 or 100% disagreement by the time you're done. Validate the 10% you agree with. You know, I, I agree with your point, honey. It is really important for the kids to, et cetera. I, you know, sweetheart, I, I definitely hear what you're saying about that, and I, I share that concern. And here's where I have my questions. Unhealthy couples fight back against a 90% disagreement, and they escalate the fight instead of validating the 10%. Number nine, healthy couples Make time for intimacy one to two times a week. It's just a statistic. Every couple is different, has different needs, and every relationship has different needs. But unhealthy couples don't have time or interest for intimacy, and that's an important part of connection. Number 10, healthy couples celebrate their partner's success. Such an important thing of celebrating each other. And unhealthy couples don't share and don't care to ask, so not very healthy. Number 11, healthy couples encourage individualism and autonomy. That's a really important thing of just being in a couple situation what we could do for each other. We are individuals, but we're also a couple. And unfortunately, unhealthy partners try to control and suffocate the other. Number 12, healthy partners give trust and get trust back. Trust is something that is earned, but it's also a gift that we give and trust. And unhealthy couples distrust and are distrusted by one another. And finally, just a little pointer for number 13, healthy couples seek help when in need. And unfortunately unhealthy partners resist learning skills. So those are your 13 ingredients for a healthy relationship recipe. And remember, if you put in the ingredients and you put in the time and the energy, you can make this relationship work and thrive and you could both meet each other's needs. And if you try to substitute some of those negative ones, you're not going to get anywhere. If you want a very nice printout of that, go to our site, mindyourmindonline.com and check out this fourth podcast. You'll see a beautiful summary of what I just described for you and kind of Bend it right down the middle and choose to go with the left side, which is the healthy partners, or the right side, the unhealthy partners, which, of course, no one in their right mind would choose. All right, my favorite quote of the day is from Paul Sweeney. He says, listen carefully, a wedding anniversary is a celebration of love, trust, partnership, tolerance, and tenacity. The order varies for any given year. Such important parts of being married. Some practical solutions, well, I have two things. Number one is get out of that negative mindset. If you're looking at your spouse in a negative way, well, you're probably skewing everything that he or she is doing. and That's going to be a problem. And my best piece of advice is go through this list of the 13 healthy things and the 13 unhealthy things and pick one from each side. Pick one on the healthy list that you're going to reinforce and say, you know, I need to laugh more together or I need to validate with 10%. That's one of my favorite ones. And pick that and work on it for the next week and see that it makes a difference. And pick one negative thing that you're doing from the negative recipe and say, hey, why am I putting tar in and why am I putting salt when it's calling for sugar? Let me fix that well, I don't need vinegar in my relationship and pick that one thing, you know, Hey, I'm giving a lot of judgment and shame. Let me cut that out for the next week and check in with your partner and hold yourself accountable. Really, really powerful. One question for today is from Denise. And I encourage you guys to go to mind your mind online. And please I love hearing from you. You could record, you could write whatever you ha- whatever questions you have. So Denise writes, and this is pretty relevant to today. My spouse is the problem. He's unreasonable and has issues. We have one child and I've been together for over five years. I'm not perfect but it's 90% him. Oh, listen, Denise, things are difficult. There's always two sides to every story, but let's say you are right that it is 90% him. That is possible. Sometimes one of our spouses does have a major issue and it's important to seek help for yourself so that you can get clear exactly what your options are and how you want to deal with it. And listen, you know, your job is to see the light at the end of the tunnel, put yourself in there, put yourself in the relationship as much as you can, because when you pull out, your spouse is just going to pull out as well. And really just look at, hey, how can I fix this? Now, you have to make that decision whether you're willing to work on fixing it, whether you're going to be in a hopeful place to fix it. But assuming that you are, then find a therapist or find a support team that could help you figure out the way to have this conversation with your spouse about what you need from him or her in the relationship. And... Don't be afraid to advocate for that, but also be open-minded and look at the list and make sure that you're doing the things to allow for connection and make sure you're not doing the things because we have a tendency to start becoming critical or criticizing when we're upset or hurt by what our spouse is doing. And so it's really important to stay focused on, am I doing my part and staying in the game? So in closing, these are 13 recipe ingredients to the healthy couple's recipe And I think that these are great ways to help yourself and enhance your relationship. And I hope that they will help you mind your mind. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and best of luck in your relationships. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.